Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 342. I am your host, Jordan Bjorty, and joining me today, the one and only, and I mean that literally and figuratively, Krista Hoog. Hey. The one How's it going, buddy? It's true. Uh, you know, it's not uh, not too bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as good as it can be. I've, I've been saying this for a year. It's not It's not too bad. It's fine. <laughs> I was actually getting my, my haircut yesterday, and I, I've gone to the same family friend for my entire life, and I haven't seen him since probably last summer. And he goes, oh, how you been? I'm like, yeah, you know. Fine. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's fine. We're here. We're not there. It's fine. Hey, man, at least, at least you got hair to cut, buddy. <laughs> take, take, that, take that as a win. I feel about 20 pounds lighter, actually, so just to rub that yeah. in your face a little bit. Sorry. Well, you know what? It's fine. I mean, I feel like a, a year or so ago, I might have been a little bit more like sensitive about it because I was really trying to hold on to my hair. Um, but you know, now I've just, I've just, I've just embraced it. I'm leaning into the baldness. Hey, guys with buzz cuts are cleaning up at this pandemic because you don't have to worry well, about getting haircut or not. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing like a buzz buzz cut. Like I, you know, I just, I just, I bring it right down to the, not like to the skin skin. I'm not going to bick it because it takes like way too friggin' long. That sounds but, you know, like a nightmare to me personally. I'll take uh I'll take the uh no you just put shaving cream on your head just shave it like you shave your face. Uh, I totally screwed it up somehow. Um you know I just I just take the I take the little like the little length cover off my razor and I just I just trim it down. So this week on the grooming cast <laughs> tips on how to clean your head. <laughs> Do it. First Man- step. Manscaping 101. Oh wow, that's uh... Should the carpet match the drapes? Find out. <laughs> this is a great start <laughs> it is a great start and uh since we forgot to do it last week i'm gonna do it again uh at the start of this podcast uh definitely make sure to check us out on social media cgmagonline.com cgmagonline on all social medias i'm ninja jordan underscore and chris is hoogathy h-o-o-g-h-t-h-e-y did i get that right uh threw an extra h there it's h-o-o-g-a-t-h-y which how which I, oh oh because I did I say I don't know I can't remember yeah it's fine you'll hear him how many H's did I throw in there <laughs> just one extra but Hugafi oh, glad glad you clocked me on that one <laughs> you'll, you'll catch it on post you'll hear it it's fine yeah oh, I'm not gonna I'm gonna leave it in it'll be funnier because I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to delete a whole bunch of shit um, <laughs> so let's uh, let's jump straight into the news so we got the um, a Square Enix showcase. Uh, what was it today? Today, yeah, just one p.m. today. Oh wow, yeah, no, I was at work, so I didn't, uh, I didn't get a chance to to watch it. I wasn't really following either, to be honest. Um, but uh, we got some, we got some, some cool, some cool uh, announcements. We got um, a new Life is Strange, which, I mean, feel about that how you will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I don't know, it's. A character who can see people's emotions, and that uh, is neat, I guess. Yes, yeah, she kind of she kind of sees and feels them. I guess is the is, is the way they kind of portray it. So you can use that in your investigation. Now, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally haven't played the previous games. Uh, I have friends who are enormous fans of them, and I watched a good portion of Tell Me Why. Um, but this is this is a this is Deck Nine Studios doing it, not Don't Nod Studios. Oh, really? So I'm not sure. Well, actually, I I don't know why 
they changed hands there, but uh, so it might be a bit of a different take on it, I guess. I don't know. It, it looked very like "Don't tell me" or it's <laughs> rather that sound that came out wrong. It looked very much like "Tell me why," um, like which was a "Don't nod" one. Um, I yeah, think it had a very similar aesthetic. Um, I, I think that's just the trademark of these games, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I personally, I I enjoyed the first one. I thought that the um, I thought that the sort of like the last episode, the the ending felt very like cop outy to me. Like it was kind of all over the place, and um, it was just it was just sort of one of those things where like, uh, you know, it uh, it like it for all the for all that the game was doing like because the first one had a really really interesting mechanic where like you could rewind time, right? And so for like a game like a, like you know like a Telltale style like um you know. I guess interactive novel if you want to call it that or interactive movie if you want to call it that um like that was a really neat take on it right because one of those like trademark things is always like oh this person will remember that and this person remembers this and then you're like not today motherfucker like <laughs> you could just keep rewinding time and like messing with stuff and like th- that felt to me like the best way to like approach that kind of like telltale narrative experience in like an actual like inventive way but then like the second game didn't have that it was just like a kid with like superpowers and it still sort of played like a like a telltale game and right. i was like why would you get rid of the one like interesting feature of this game yeah the one thing that made um, you signature yeah yeah and then like and then there was a lot of like there was a lot of like little like subtle ways that you could like influence the world and like influence how like like character interactions turned out like just stuff that was like just sort of hidden like in the world itself that was really cool um and then the ending just kind of like is just like you know it's 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 one choice or the other everything you did kind of didn't matter and i was like oh well that sucked yeah there's a lot of games uh, that kind of fall short on the final choice department right like you can make a lot of choices throughout a game or a a trilogy i'm thinking of mass effect here and then at the end it all comes down to one (laughs) you know one yeah it's just a binary choices or it's like even even if mass effect are technically like three to four different options but you know <laughs> it's they were all just a color change in the explosion well no 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 no, no. <laughs> they patched that fine that's not fair that's not fair no no they're, they they're bigger it. they're bigger implications to it than that but i mean yeah but like like everything in that series gets narrowed down to this one choice about this one thing yeah even if it has four decisions you know it's still there's still a bottleneck at some point so how there's a lot of games I think that struggle to translate, you know, the entire experience through that needle, like that uh, the guy of that needle. Yeah, but uh, no, I, 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 I'm kind of excited to, for the remasters. Actually, they're they're remastering the first game and before the storm. Was that the second one or was that a spinoff? Yeah, that was the, that was the second one. Oh no, well no, yeah no, that was that was the I guess the official second one because there was the uh, the life is strange. Um, one that uh what was it called it was it was it was like a spin-off it was like a prequel to the first one was that before the storm i don't think that no was that before this oh you know what that might have been before the storm what was In the second one called life is strange, is life is strange 2 yeah okay yeah yeah so yeah so sorry i thought for some reason i was thinking it had like a, a weird subtitle um yeah no so yeah before the storm was the like spin-off where you play as the uh character whose name i can't remember who was voiced by ashley birch oh nice yeah um, but yeah, they were the remastering those, so I might I might check them out. Um, you know, I've been kind I'd of. I'd say it's worth to, a play. Yeah, definitely. I like I had friends who were going to play it, and I was kind of waiting for them to get through it, and then I was going to do my turn. And 
it gets yeah. it gets it gets a little heavy i won't lie i was when i finished playing it i was like fairly emotionally drained by the end of it i mean that's kind of my understanding like i've the one the only one i've really played in this graphic adventure kind of genre is the first season of the walking dead and yeah uh, that like that eventually comes to a very emotional head too right like oh yeah so i mean you cut like these games should be hitting you in the feels by the end if not before then right like <laughs> if they're not I mean, they're doing yeah. something wrong to a degree, it could just be fun. I mean, uh, Wolf Among Us was was so good, and it like yeah, it, you know, like it took itself seriously, but it was like a murder mystery, so like there was a lot of fun, like detective work you did. Plus, you were the, you were you know, um, you were the big bad wolf, which was really cool. Mm. I thought it was it was it was it was it's, it's so funny that um, going a little tangent here, but when I first saw like the Wolf Among Us, I don't know why I had seen like. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw it like in, in a in an issue of like Game Informer, and like based on like just like the screenshots that they used, like I legitimately thought that it was like this like original IP that uh, Telltale was doing that was like like an actual like 18th century like werewolf thing hmm. where you're like a dude who has to like hide the fact that you're a werewolf kind of, and I was like. This seems like a really cool... I didn't really read the article, so I didn't know what it actually was. I just saw images, and I was like, the wolf among us? Okay, clearly you're a werewolf. Sounds pretty cool, actually. That's a good concept. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's listening, make that game. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then I, I played it, and like I didn't realize that it's actually... like It was based on like a graphic novel that was like published by uh, Warner Brothers, and I think, I think maybe Dark Horse? Um, that makes sense. That's like... It's like set in like the eighties and it's like these fairy tale creatures who are living in like modern or like, I guess like eighties Manhattan, but they use like this special like magic to like make themselves look like regular humans. And it's like, it's a whole like anthology of different stories. But the one that the game focuses on is like where you play as this as Big B Wolf, who's like the big bad wolf, who is like trying to like shake his reputation of being like the bad guy from the three little pigs story. Right. And uh, and yeah, he's like a detective, right? It's like it's it is really cool because there are moments where you do kind of go like anthropomorphic and you like turn into a werewolf for like certain fights. Hmm. But yeah, no, it was a really freaking cool game. Um, what probably one of the I would say one of the best of the Telltale series. It's pretty high praise. Yeah, no, it's it was I loved it. Um, that's why I was really bummed when the when the when the sequel got scrapped. But I don't I think they're I think they're it's still they brought it back from the dead maybe. I think last I heard, uh, Wolf Among Us Two like is still it's 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 still in development. Somewhere maybe the Telltale I don't know kind of dashed at the winds. Yeah, but then um, thing uh, didn't uh, who who picked it up? Didn't uh, oh no, I guess that was um that was Sky uh, no, was it Sky no not Sky High. Skybound. I no maybe not maybe not Skybound. It was the uh... same, wasn't it? The company that owns or is like it works under it works under um ad hoc studio i can't remember Let's see here i thought it was because I, I thought it was this it was like the studio that worked under like amc to to make the walking dead and they picked yeah, that's, up that's skybound skybound is um oh okay then yeah that was then I, that's what i was thinking of it was skybound kirkbound or kirkman's uh company is skybound um i think they didn't they pick up the like remains of the Oh, the Telltale staff and whatnot. Specifically to finish the Walking Dead game. Just doing a quick look here. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be in um, Skybound's hands anyways. Yeah, okay. I, I might be wrong. I thought I heard that it got... It, it got. Uh, 
a potential revival, but anyways. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, quality audio. <laughs> oh my god, it's the best. Um and then there was that other game, uh Bespoken or whatever. Or Forspoken. Forspoken. Bespoken. It's all about nice fitting suits. Yeah, we were I, I was having a good joke with some friends about this one actually. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is because the trailer didn't give us anything. Uh, this is actually based on a tech demo that's been floating around for a while called. Uh, it, was, it was known as Project Athia, and okay. it was it was at one point being worked on by uh, Tabata, who directed Final Fantasy Fifteen, the final product. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, it seems interesting, but like you said, it doesn't really show a whole lot. Like I'm kind of invested just because I'm a big Square Enix fan, but. Yeah. Um, and it seems to have like a cool sort of uncharted horizon kind of vibe in a way. Um, yeah, she's uh, the, the main character is uh, portrayed by the actress Ella Bell. Ah, good God. Actress uh, Ella Balinska. Uh, she plays Frey Holland, an ordinary young woman who must harness her magical abilities to survive in a fantastical and dangerous land called Athia. I mean, it's 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 a full year away, yeah. so I, 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 I yeah. guess we'll get a lot more details coming through. But it's kind yeah, of nice probably. to see them put a name to this tech demo that's been broadly speculated on in the Square Enix community. About friggin' time! No, I didn't even know it existed. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm surprised they didn't show off any more like Final Fantasy stuff. But granted, E3 is confirmed to be happening happening this year. So I'm sure they'll wait till then. Yeah, and they, they, they did kind of build this in the fine print when they announced this last week that it was going to be a lot more of like the Western Partners studios. So yeah, uh, Square Enix has so many studios that like you like you realize when you look when you look at the list here, like they've got um, this one is by Luminous Productions, the one division. They've got mm-hmm. Tato Games, which you know has been around forever. Deck Nine Games doing uh, Life is Strange. Yuji Naka from Sonic the Hedgehog fame is working on that Balan Wonderworld game, which that's a Square Enix thing. I thought that was still just under. Uh, oh no, I guess. Oh yeah, it is. It is Square Enix. Yeah, I thought Very it was for some reason. I just, them, but... yeah, I, I guess because I because it was Yuji Naka, I just assumed it was Sega. Like Sega was just doing a new like IP, right? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's they they go hand in hand. Because <laughs> I mean, that game just looks straight up like Knights. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It's very, it's very Yuji Naka for sure. And then they've, of course, got Crystal Dynamics and Eidos yeah. and uh, and all that, and their own Square Enix Montreal and other studios like that. So it's just, it's, it's a real staple a powerhouse. Talent. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize they they got Taito. They're, they call them a sister company, but they've been they've been affiliated since like 2005. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, d- didn't you didn't you see in the article they're doing a Space Invaders AR game? Uh, I didn't, and I don't care about that because I saw that they were doing some sort of bubble bobble revival. I don't know if it was, is that going to be, so that's, uh, uh, it, it's coming to bubble bobble for friends. Dumb name is coming to uh PC, but I believe it's already out on PS4 and switch. Um, is it, I'm going to look it up because if that's like, it might be, um, cause if that's just like regular fucking bubble bobble, then it's like, whatever. Cause you know, bust a move is like one of my faves in terms of like video games games i could just like 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 my standard of quality for any arcade is does it have a bubble or a bust a move machine (laughs) it's actually funny the the very last time i was in a dedicated arcade like an independent dedicated arcade was probably in high school and i distinctly remember playing bubble bobble with my friend uh, when we were there it's like the last arcade machine i touched oh my god it's funny you say that it's so good. I know there was actually uh, there was a cafe that like a like an art like a cafe 
an arcade cafe that opened up uh, near my girlfriend's place, and they had a a a, a bust and move machine. And I was like, "All right, seal of approval on this one." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's out on Switch. Yeah, well, I'm gonna look it up right now, just to just to <laughs> see what's uh, see see if it is what it is what I hope it is. Because if it's not, then I don't care about it. There there was one thing <laughs> in um in the showcase that was like a quick little uh, trailer. And for a second there, I thought they were going to revive this shooter they did back on the PlayStation called Einhander. And then it turned out to be something from Taito. Uh, it was G Darius. Uh, I was really upset. Oh, freaking. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was really oh. uh, heartbroken about that for a second. I thought they were bringing back Einhander, this amazing shooter they had in the like 1997, I want to say. Yeah. So I never I, know, I do know Darius. I didn't never heard of Einhander. Einhander, yeah, it's a, it was a really niche one, and like if you look it up on eBay and stuff, it's a it's one of those ones that goes for a crap ton of money. Oh shit! It was so rare and obscure, but uh, yeah, th- this is just stupid like regular bubble bobble like on the NES. Whatever, but it's still bubble bobble. Yeah, but it's not bust a move. <laughs> It's different. I don't really know the difference, to be honest. <laughs> well, bust bust a move is the is the bubble. The is, or I guess okay. So bust a move would have been what what was called puzzle bobble in like, like I think it was Japan. Like the Japanese name for it was puzzle puzzle bobble, hmm. which is the one where you shoot the but like you shoot the little bubbles at. That's like, the one I know. The then one. yeah, the yeah. shooting one. Yeah, that's 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 also it's more commonly known as bust a move. Yeah, this in the, tra- in the trailer it looked quite a bit different. I gotta say, yeah, the, it looks very the original, weird. The original Bubble Bobble, like that was like on the NES and stuff, was on, uh, was on, was like that, like side-scrolling thing kind of thing. Yeah, and even even I'm, I'm looking at it right now in my library. The uh, like the Neo Geo like ACA re-release for the Switch is is titled Puzzle Bobble. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's 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 that's one's my favorite. That one's got the good music too. You know. Oh, I could listen to that for hours. How's that go again? That's the one. Um, Okay, that's enough scatting. We have we have loot and shooters to talk about. (laughs) We have loot and shooters to talk about. Uh, Yeah, they showed off some more of Outriders, which uh, I gotta say looks looks better than I thought. Um, You know, we talked recently about the anthem going down the tubes and. It's like, ah, uh, like, what can they really do with looter shooters that Destiny's not already doing, right? But this actually looks pretty good. I mean, Dana's you, pretty impressed with it so far too. Can you fly around in a in a in a uh, an Iron Man suit? Because <laughs> I mean, like that, you could sell Anthem a whole game it. on that concept. <laughs> you could. I mean, that that was their one idea, and they sure made a game about it. <laughs> that should be our Simpsons did it. Anthem did it. Uh, Anthem did it. Yeah, badly. Uh, but yeah, they also showed off some more for Marvel's Avengers too. Speaking of looter shooters, so uh, that's not a, well. Is that a shooter? It's well, not like a shooter, a looter, but it is a looter. Looter puncher. Looter puncher. Looter. Well, I mean, some of them shoot. <laughs> that's such a great title. <laughs> I don't know, it's, it sounds even funnier when you say it for some reason. Looter puncher. A looter puncher. <laughs> Kick puncher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know. I love Black Panther as much as the next guy, but Black Panther does not a good game make. Well, I mean, if it was his own game, but well, can't just slap Black Panther into the Marvel's The Avengers and 
people are going to be like, oh, no, I want to play this. I mean, there's there's two kind of points that I would make to that and that it's like, I'm sure I'm sure the campaign mode for him is going to be good. Um, like, from what, from what I, like, I haven't finished Avengers myself, but what, what I have played, because I'm kind of waiting for the next gen, for the next gen console to play it um, in depth and for Spider-Man. But um, from what I have played of the story, it's really good. Like, they did a really good job reimagining the universe. The cast is great. It's it's what comes after the story that I'm um, I'm hearing is where it drags. So I'm like I'm like I'm sure Black Panther's gonna be a good campaign for the people who play it, but how many people are gonna be left at that point? And how many how many people will it bring back? That's where, I think that's where we, we might differ on the whole like like quality of the story. Because everything I've seen and heard of it, of the even the campaign, like isn't that great like there's not a huge pool of villains to fight like i know modok shows up i know uh taskmaster is in there but that's like the only ones i know of really yeah i'm i'm in the early well i was in the early chapters when i kind of fell off with that i i, I grabbed a cheap copy uh on an impulse and played a few chapters but um just like the way they set it up with like kamala being the focus points and the kind of without like the avengers mythology that they established like yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of potential for the story in it. It's just the the looter aspect they tagged onto it. I think is where it's, is where it falters, and like they're expecting people to grind through this. Oh, there's and... only four. There's only four villains. There's Abomination, Modok, Taskmaster, and AIM Scientist Supreme Monica Rapacini. Rapacini. Well, actually, speaking of Hall or speaking of Abomination, the Clint Barton thing came out this today and uh the big bad in that it's is smart. maestro who is a different version of the hulk <laughs> kind of oh. like abomination so not like is which one's the gray hulk that's like a mobster oh i forget the name of that one this is the one that's from like an apocalyptic feature and he's got like the intelligence of bruce banner and the strength of hulk he's got like a he's got like a skull going on i don't know I, all i know is that there's one version of the hulk where he's like gray and he's literally like he like hangs out in like las vegas and he's literally just like a mobster <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when your character's been around for 60 years hey you start doing fun interesting stuff with them <laughs> uh, what's this stupid name might just be hulk gray gray hulk i think it is yeah it might just be gray hulk or no joe joe fix it that's who it is <laughs> he's joe fix it yeah they've they've played around in that space for the last 10 years i think <laughs> last 10 20 years oh my god yeah that's that would have been more fun but again like i don't know it's it's going to be more, you know, getting into punch-ups with robots. So, well, and like the the other thing, you know, the, the other point about it too is that this Black Panther thing is coming in the summer sometime. Like that's not like you need to escalate the content rollout. Like I know there's a lot of work that goes into that and that's like advocating for crunch in any way, but like you need to do something to get this stuff out faster. Like people are waiting for the Spider-Man DLC. They want to know what else is coming. There's a, there's nods to a lot of characters early on. Like even Captain Marvel is said to be like off planet or something like, yeah. Didn't, didn't the Spider-Man stuff already happen? Isn't that just, that's a PlayStation exclusive. I thought that was like the reason to get the PlayStation version was uh, that it came with Spider-Man. He's coming. <laughs> he's not out yet. Oh, I thought yeah. he was already. If he was, I okay. would have finished the campaign. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm a big, uh, big Spidey fan, so I, I oh, that would have got me. But I don't blame you. Instead, I, I, I snap it up when I get it for, for a good cheap price, and uh, been waiting for a reason to really get into it. But, yeah, uh, no, I'm, that's I, that's one I can. I'm probably just going to avoid altogether. I mean, if it's one, I, I don't need to get sucked <laughs> into another friggin' uh, like live service game. 
and th- th- like that's the thing too. Is like like you can play through the campaign and avoid all that stuff too. But but yeah, but can you? Though I think, I think so. It seems to be. I mean, that like, way. so the, the game is designed around that shit. You know, it's not like it's like oh, we made a campaign-driven game. It's like no, they built the game around all the live service BS. It's like that's an element in there, but like to experience the campaign on its own, like you don't have to get into like the same. You know, you, you don't have to go into all the raids and stuff. I'm, I'm, I watched, I'm just looking at the content I, roadmap here, and it's like, okay, this month we get Hawkeye, like Clint Barton Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. They have some various events with like new outfits, but they don't really say what's new about it because there's probably nothing. Um, they're adding a new scientist supreme villain sector sometime in summer and beyond. Uh, some other kind of event, and then also included in summer and beyond, so probably fall this rate. Then you get War for Wakanda expansion with new hero Black Panther. Power cap, power cap increase. Uh, new villains, including Odysseus Claw, and like that's when they're going to tack on a new biome and a new villain and all that stuff. But like, that's a long time away. And like, what are you going to do in the meantime? <laughs> You're going to lose everything. Well, exactly right. Like that's the problem. That's the problem with these games. They're, they're not built to be full experiences. They're built to be, you know, half experiences that hope to God that you stick around for all the you know content that's supposed to come out or at least come back when they add stuff in like still care to come back you know when they launch a new season like i still check out destiny 2 every time they launch a new season but like you know i'll play for i'll play sporadically for like a week or two and then or longer depending on my mood and then i'll come back for the next one when it comes around in like three months but i think they're going to see a lot of diminishing returns at this rate oh yeah absolutely Oh well, good for Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, it's sad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the one person I think on the show that tries to like stick up for it in any way, and then it's getting harder and harder to do that. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Square made it very difficult for you. Crystal Dynamics. To keep defending this. Crystal Dynamics. <laughs> well, Crystal Dynamics developed it, but yes. Square was they were the ones behind all the shitty ideas. I'd be actually pretty exactly- curious to see where like where it all originated from, like on what side, just. But, well, um, because that, but that was the whole thing with um, back and back with uh, Deus Ex with uh, Mankind Divided, right? Like, uh, Eidos didn't want to do like all of the like microtransactions and the shitty multiplayer, but like Square came in at the last minute and was like, "No, you need to put this stuff in the game." Hmm. So, like, they you know their hands were tied on that one. To find that person on the board and uh, have some words. <laughs> That's what I mean. This is all. This is all the decision of the publisher. This isn't the the developers who just want to make a good game. Square Enix does nothing uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm joking. Debatable. I'm not. I am joking. <laughs> Where the friggin' hell is my NFC cards? <laughs> Sorry, I was just. Uh, I was looking for. Um, unrelated. So you know what? Actually, we'll talk about this now before we talk about anything. So, um, we got a little uh little Animal Crossing update. You know, me and Chris are big Animal Crossing heads, so we yeah. like to talk about the little updates that come out. Um, and it was you know it was it, it was it was fine. It's uh you know they it was uh, they 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 patched in the uh the Sanrio characters like Caropy and that's the only one I really know and Hello Kitty. Yeah, all the I'm other not guys. familiar with uh, with any of that really, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, Hello Kitty and and Karopi are the only ones I'm actually really familiar with because I remember like when those shows used to be on TV when I was a kid. 
but I never got into the whole extended like collection of friends that Hello Kitty had. Frog, right? Yes, because I I, like, I I remember seeing Hello Kitty and him on like backpacks and stuff at school, but like, yeah, that was, that was the extent of my knowledge. Is it is it Caro P or Caro Caro P? It's like one of the no, it's Caro P. I mean, um, I, like either way, I'm going to try and pick up those cards up next week when they come out, just for collecting. Well, I sake, but. I got them pre ordered, but one of my like one of my like little things was like um oh well and then you know before you know before we get into that um they added uh what was it fifty more slots for your for your pro designs and your like regular designs and then some like extra like design features like for umbrellas and stuff um so that's okay um i think pe- more people were expecting a lot more but granted you know if you look at the nintendo fandom or the animal crossing you know quote-unquote fandom um uh, they're always expecting everything and very disappointed when they don't get it um I wasn't expecting anything. I didn't even know that this was like something that was like even like in the pipeline. So just to see it was kind of like, oh, that's a neat little, uh, a neat little addition. It's kind of strange, right? Because like normally they they roll out like a video to show off the new update, and like I kind of yeah. like I I kind of just start trolling their YouTube channel around nine and ten in the morning around that time when I like once should be coming out, and then all of a sudden it was just posted on their website kind of quietly. Like here's here's some stuff. <laughs> Like something, just something yeah. big this time. Here's some things. Oh, well, I was like, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. I'm okay with that. It, um, like, it is what it is. It's probably the smallest update to date, which is kind of disappointing because, like, like, what I thought they would do a little bit more fanfare for their biggest game in years, but well, yeah. the, but that, and that's the thing is that I think the idea of people, people thought there was going to be a lot more because, um, because it's like, it's, I mean, it's pretty close to the one year anniversary of animal crossing it's two days from when we record and uh it's oh, it was the 20th for some reason i was thinking of this it was, a, it was the 23rd um yeah no so yeah like i think people you know all they really did was sort of give people a cake that was that that was the extent of the actual anniversary content yeah but you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm fine with it. i i don't know i feel i really do feel like they're just going to keep like adding stuff like as time goes on so like to kind of like get angry every time they put out a an update and it's like oh this didn't it didn't have Brewster and it didn't have all these other quality of life improvements that i wanted like it's just like it's like it's like if you're gonna get mad every fucking time this happens like honestly that's um, that's no way to live your life with anything <laughs> like that's just that just that turns you into an angry commenter online we have enough of those it's it really is. It's, it's just that thing. It's just like nobody hates Animal Crossing more than Animal Crossing fans, apparently. That's becoming more and more true of like every fandom, I think. I know. It's like, it's just, you can't make anyone happy. It's ridiculous. And, but I had a bunch of, um, oh, where do they go? It's going to drive me nuts. Um, I had a bunch of NFC cards that I downloaded because there's a really cool app you can download for your Samsung phone. Uh, that like it basically turns it into a Joy-Con, and it has NFC functionality, so you could download like all the Amiibo cards and load it into your phone like as NFC data, and then if you want to like bring like Amiibo characters to like your campsite in Animal Crossing, you just do it with like you know the click of a button. I I, I have so a bunch I, of the cards myself actually, so that's how I populated half my island. I have some of the cards that I got with uh, I think it was I got you know the cards that came with Amiibo Festival and 
like the the couple of cards that came with uh, Happy Home Designer, and I think I bought a card pack. Um, but that was like during the height of Amiibo popularity, and I didn't want to go crazy with like just dump dumping money into these card packs. Yeah, it was I. Yeah, there was a lot of junk in them, personally. But so yeah, that's what I mean. So just have like being able to just download all the NFC stuff and load it up is was was very convenient. But I was just like making the joke about when the uh, when the uh, like Sanrio collection was just going to get loaded onto the NFC bank and like I just download them, <laughs> put them on with, with little effort. That's gonna um, happen eventually. Yeah. But luckily for me, I have cool Animal Crossing friends uh, that I met. I met on Twitter, and they sent me uh, a carapy, some carapy items. Oh, nice! Yeah, see, in the game, it's caro caro carapy. That might that might be because it's like they made unique characters or something, like villagers. There's unique villagers to go with them or something. No, I think that's I think that's like the the official name of. So I think like the the character's name is carapy, but like the title of the show or like is is caro caro carapy. Because I'm looking at it right now, and it's like Karo 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 P no Dai Boku Boken, no Dai Boken. Yeah, it was even a NES game. What? I guess that makes sense. This well, would have had to. Have, <laughs> yeah, that would have had to have been for like Hello Kitty and that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt, at some pretty, point, they, uh, every, everything had a Famicom game at some point. I don't know where the hell I'm gonna put this this thing. It's like a little bridge that doesn't like connect to anything. I don't know where I'm going to put this thing, but they, they are very unique items. Actually, I got to say they are. No, they're really nice. Put a lot of. So I mean, how you going to how you going to keep complaining about Animal Crossing, nerds? Well, this, put the this friggin- these items were around long before the update was announced. They were in a uh, pocket camp, and uh, <laughs> that was the best game ever because they gave you lots of items that you had to pay money for to get. I mean, I'm not, I'm not too enthused about the April, the April Fool's prank stuff. Like that's okay. Well, because I love it. That's that. funny. That's fine. Freaking I mean, whoopee cushion. That's hilarious. Shut up. <laughs> just give me a new building, please. I have, I have space what? to the side of my island for new buildings and like nothing's coming. <laughs> they also loaded in Switch Nintendo Switch lights. If you go to your daily selection, mm. it's, it's been rotating like colors. I did notice that actually yesterday I had a... Or no, sorry, that was today. You Normally I, I update the night of, but uh, didn't last night because I was streaming and I had a yellow one in my store today. Yeah, I got, the, I got the yellow one now. I had the red one and I put it in my house. It looks nice. <laughs> I'll add it to the shrine. <laughs> but, know, uh, we got but Easter's coming back aren't you excited for that dude I'm super excited I, I, I was never one of those guys who like was hating on it when it was happening the first time around I was just like it, you know it it let me get my golden slingshot in like a week yeah that, <laughs> and I was happy about that, that. Helped. yeah like, why is everyone so mad about it it's like it's a holiday i'm kind of curious how it's going to go this year because you know last year it was very new people were still starting out their islands you know they don't want the eggs they want the resources to build stuff that they want all year round whereas now you know like a lot of players are a year into their games so you know they don't have to worry about you know getting those main resources they can kind of kick back and more have some more fun with it and you know not get frustrated every time they fish up an egg yeah, I guess that is true. I don't know. My my philosophy was like you hated it then, so it just makes sense that you're probably going to still hate it now. Well, because now it's cool to hate it. So, yeah, but I mean, but they, like, they, I I personally made it like a bandit afterwards because I made everything and then sold it because you could sell it for a good chunk of cash. If oh yeah, you no, it, so it's 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 uh it's pretty it is pretty it's pretty good that way. I don't know. I had fun. I made a little like Easter area in my on my on my island and 
it was a good time. I mean, like, plus now my like my 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 wife and daughter play along too. So like, you know, I'll have a I'll have a fun Easter area this year, I guess. But plus they've actually yeah. they 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 showed that they're going to add some more items to it, which is kind of nice. I was just about to say that, yeah. So like, it, it won't just be the same, you know, event and like recycle through the whole year, right? Like like hopefully we'll see this continue and tack a few things on to it as well. Yeah, I, we're gonna get more stuff. I think everyone just needs, everyone just needs to calm the f it's down. Patient. It's a it's a long game. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it literally is. You're playing it for the long game. Just like chill out. I don't know why everyone's so so viscerally angry about this thing. Just give us Brewster and people will calm down for a long time. It's fine. Oh my god. Well, did you see they're they're updating the um the mobile app too, right? Like oh yeah yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, they're, so they're making it. So they're. I really. I mean, granted, I hope this isn't the way that they're including her, but they added like this little thing where it's like you can get um, Katrina's daily wisdom. <laughs> I really hope they don't replay. It's like, oh well, we put her in the game. And she's right there. Like, it's like no, bring her back. God damn it! I mean, if any of any character you could make a rotating like stall character, it should be friggin' um. Sorry, I just found Wisp on my island. I'm not. I'm definitely not playing Animal Crossing right now. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, it's like I don't know why they they did that, but they also made it so you can actually get Nook Miles from logging into the mobile app. It's just you know, I don't I don't need Nook Miles anymore. Like I have 170k stashed. But That's it. It's nice for some people. I was I was I was watching uh, one of our newest writers stream animal crossing and she was sitting at like three hundred thousand. Oh god <laughs> i was like what the fuck you're never gonna I'm use all those like, i'm sitting here with like yeah like 20k and i'm like oh i'm doing so good with my nook miles I've, I've been using there's an app called um uh, it's called ac fan and you can kind of use it to find people hosting islands for certain purposes yeah. and, and a lot of them will say like oh nook mile took tickets as as a tip it, like if, if you want a tip coming for coming to the island like yes please i have an abundance of points i'll never use i'll gladly spend 2k to come to your island oh man yeah <laughs> i don't know I, i'm always like i'm always like very like stingy with my with my nook miles because every time i like an, uh, one of my characters wants to leave i just like blow through all of them trying to get you know nook miles tickets to to find a good a good because you know, I'm always holding out hope that I'll get like Rayman or Rayman, Raymond or Audi or like one of those characters. See, Raymond, I've got. He was one of the first ones to move into my island, but Audi is the one that I want to kind of swap in somewhere. Yeah. But like, I'm so set on the people I have now. I got super lucky with Ju I got Judy right away, and she's like my favorite. Raymond's pretty. I don't good. know. I have a I have a lot of I have a lot of favorites, but a lot of them are cats, and I don't want to populate my whole. Hey, half my island's cats. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, you know what, Chrissy? Screw you. What? She wants my caro caro caropy hallway. No, I'm not giving it to you. Fuck you. The minute you have a rare item in your inventory, all your stupid islanders want it. You know, I, I ran into that the other day, actually, because I my top floor of my house is an arcade. Um, so I have like one of each of the machines, but I wanted to get a second of each machine. So I, I, I dropped the items in front of Town Hall and switched to my son's character and ordered them and then i was taking them back to my house and someone ran up and was like oh the, the arcade fighting machine can i have that how, how much do you want for it or, or how, how, how much are you offering uh she's offered the the wood villager offers two thousand bells and like this costs 64 but uh, fine. i know it's fine <laughs> I the friendship points it's fine just take it and get away from me no 
It's never happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got lots of time to play this game. I can I can forge friendships <laughs> all the live long day. I mean, I also have like five million bells in the bank, so it's not the end of the world. But yeah, so I'm that's basically where I'm sitting at too. Which kind of made me laugh because uh, yeah, uh, that same a same writer made like made a joke or she was saying uh, she's like you know forget Brewster. What about like Gracie Grace? And she wanted those like furniture items from the Gracie Grace like collection. Oh, the expensive stuff. And I was like and I was like those things costed like 3 million dollars a piece. Like it like or th- those things costed like so much money in New Leaf. Like with with New Horizons economy, they're going to be like 3 million dollars a piece, easy. I mean, that's I, I don't mind that cuz I can work towards that. Like that's like your whole bank account just gone in one item. This the, the, I don't know why the economy in this game is so borked. What else am I going to do in this game at this point? <laughs> I don't know. But that's Make just, a giant... Yeah. I was going to say Scrooge McDuck money pile. <laughs> if only I could. <laughs> yeah, like that's actually a good point about Gracie Grace. Like I might, The thing I want to see is kicks get moved into Able Sisters permanently because... I don't know. Like yeah, why, his selection is garbage. Why waste an NPC slot on that when like the villagers don't use half the stuff he sells? Like, Yeah. yeah like they, they even call it out. They're like, well... Kix is here. He's got some nice stuff, I guess. Like, I don't use that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I know. So it'd be it'd be cute if you could give them little bat wings and whatnot. But like, there's two two villager slots used up with Gulliver in different forms, and then you've got Kix. Leaf is usually pretty underwhelming. Yeah, uh, you know them. what? Um, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind uh, Leaf because I've been starting to do a lot more with bushes and stuff around my around my island. So, I mean, he I'm was, he was primarily in, uh, in in Nooks as well in in New Leaf, and that was kind of nice. I don't, yeah, but I, I don't mind. I don't mind him as a as a rotating character. I, I'm I'm very curious to see if if they'll if they'll update uh, Nooks Cranny because that was always a nice feature in the other games, right? Like when you when you when you escalated the next Nooks store, like you felt like you've done something. Yeah, yeah, I guess that that is true. Seeing seeing a seeing a new, um, seeing a new like build or like like expansion to like Nooklings would be would be nice, but it's like the 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 next one would have been like Nooking Tins or something like that. I forget how it went, but yeah. Well, there was, no, there was what was it? There was it was like yeah, like or it was the TNT. It was the TNT Emporium. TNT, I think it was in a TNT Mart at one point. A little, I, I liked it when it was a little convenience store. That was actually really cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very surprised when this game came out last year that there was only the one upgrade because that's always that's always been a staple. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Animal Crossing a lot. I know. Yeah, we <laughs> got we this. got really off the rails on this one. Um, so, what else we got here? We got uh, we got some fun little. Um, Little, uh, they revealed the uh, the next gen PSVR controllers, and I mean they're just one hundred percent ripped off from Oculus. Well, d- d- don't even well me well, right now. I mean, the the, the the Oculus ones are are rings, and these are clearly orbs. So, yeah, but what is an orb if not a collection of rings? Well, I mean, <laughs> an orb may consist of rings but a ring does not consist of an orb 
Well, what it's this is a chicken and the egg situation. <laughs> this you is know, the ship like... of Theseus all over again. <laughs> exactly. What is, what came first, the orb or the ring? <laughs> Depends which angle you're looking at. The rings to make the orb. Actually, the, the first thing I thought of was like was like the the handguard for a rapier. It, yeah, it is kind of rapier, isn't it? I don't know. It seems it seems like a good idea. Uh, like... I love how quickly you moved away from what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's such a hard word to pronounce. Uh, that's sounding bad. Here, um, but uh, yeah, no. But this actually seems like a pretty nice concept for a controller. Like I say the weirdest thing for me is that the face buttons are split. Like that's going to take some mental recon- reconfiguration for me. But uh, otherwise, uh, you know, if I ever get a, a PSVR, I'll be I'll be looking forward to trying those out. I just I just I just want to see a day where Sony does not like completely steal a concept from someone else. They did it a lot with Nintendo. I mean, they were stealing so much from Nintendo back in the day. The, those move controllers, it's like, oh, what if we just stick a bulb on the end of a Wii remote <laughs> couple of the day? <laughs> no, but the, the move controller was more cylindrical. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a Wii remote. It's, it's, it's who, we, who we fool. And then, and then the PS Vita... Like all the good ideas that the that Nintendo had with the 3DS were just taken from the Vita. Well, the Vita was more of a ripoff of the PSP. <laughs> they ripped themselves off. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but but I mean, but I, the same could be said about the 3DS. It was just a ripoff of the DS, if we're being honest. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't even the it wasn't even the third DS that came out. What is so originality anymore? Should have been called the 2DS from the from the get go. Well, <laughs> originality is bad. That, that depends on your play style, I guess. For some people, it was a 2DS. Like mine eventually became a 2DS because I just didn't bother to turn the 3D on most of the time. But oh, see, I always, I always hated it. I always hated it. I thought this is like you, you're going to take the one, like the central feature of your console away from the console. Like what senses? I get it. It's like some people don't like to play in 3D, and so 3D like bothers your eyes, but. There's literally a switch on the damn thing to turn it off. Like, why eliminate it altogether? Oh, and yeah, just... like I, I, would, I would never buy a 2DS for myself. Like, I'd buy it for, like, my, my kids or something. But, like, yeah. Well, even then, like, I mean, like, yeah, like, like the original, the first-gen DS or 3DSs didn't have, like, the little, like, clicky part that, like, it would, like, click in to shut it off completely. Like, it was just always, like, a slider. Right. I don't know. People, you know, like there were some, they, a lot of games did a lot of really cool things with the 3D. And if you cut that out like, entirely, it just didn't make any sense to me. And then there was that one, there was one, I think it was, I think it was Resident Evil Revelations that it was the only game I ever knew that did it. And I don't know why more games didn't do it, but they actually mapped zooming on a sniper rifle to the the, the 3D slider. I don't think I ever sniped in that game. So I think I missed that entirely. There's, there was a part. There was a part where you switch over to Chris. Is like one of like the like like side story, like chapter stories, where like you switch over to Chris and that girl who is not dressed appropriately for being in the Arctic nor to fight zombies. <laughs> um, and she had a sniper rifle, and you have to like like you're you're playing as her, and like Chris is like like getting into a scrap, and you have to like cover him. And yeah, like you had to use the slider to like zoom in and out. I thought that was such a cool idea that never got used ever again. Well, yeah, that could that could go either way for a lot of people. I think that mechanic. Uh, it was neat. It was it was a good way to integrate the hardware into the into the system. But uh, what else? What else we got here? We got what? I mean, oh, uh, oh, god. <laughs> so yeah, so the Snyder Cut got released. I've not had four hours yet today to watch it, so I, I can't speak for how it is. But 
I don't have HBO Max, nor do I have four hours to watch a garbage movie. Well, if, what, you, if you'd read our, our write-up on it, you would know that you need Crave plus HBO and movies. Oh, do I need both? Canada. No, just uh, HBO Max isn't in Canada, right? So it's 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 through Crave if you have the HBO package. Uh, I'm not, I'm not advocating for this at all. But all you really need is a website called rarbg.to or a more well-known website called The Pirate Bay. <laughs> Never heard of it. It's, it's not really a well-known one, uh, but... Seven Seas are a dangerous place. I wouldn't recommend Let's it. just say you can use it to watch movies, wink, wink. But, uh, yeah, I do intend to watch it at some point. <laughs> I don't know but... if I want to watch it. I, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like... The the original Justice League was such a like mediocre film that it like merited no reaction from me. Like that's it actually made me mad that I couldn't be mad at it. Like because it was just it just it just was so like tepid. nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was that is exactly the word. It was just tepid. Like and it's just like like you could see where all the bones of it were. It just none. I don't know. And then like like the the clear discrepancy between like the Snyder stuff and the and uh, like the the Whedon stuff. Like it's just it was just such a lazy movie. Like it just it tried for nothing and it just it it, it merited no reaction. So like the fact that this is like a pure Snyder experience, like I guess maybe it's worth watching. But I mean, I still remember batman v superman <laughs> so like <laughs> i don't know if i want to say like that was a slog at like two hours that felt that movie felt like a fucking eternity this is four hours <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna open like i'm gonna finish this movie and i will have like grown a beard <laughs> i will just be an old man yeah, I mean, like, I actually enjoyed the extended cut of Batman vs Superman better because it it filled those gaps in. I like, I didn't mind watching a two and a half hour version of that movie. I I thought it was better than the first version, which I didn't love to begin with, and I still didn't love the extended cut, but I thought it was improved. I don't know these this the Zack Snyder's movies have just been so tepid for me all around. Like, Man of Steel just lost me entirely halfway through, and. Batman vs Superman did some cool things, but ultimately, nothing like nothing to write home about. And then Justice League was just—it was a movie that existed. But what's kind of cool to me for this is that you know he he got the chance to to bring it to the screen. Uh, but ultimately, what's it going to do? Because they're not at this point. They're saying it's not going to be canon unless it does really well. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll walk that back. Um, so like it's it's not going to affect future movies. And I mean, the people who hated the first two are not going to change their minds on this i don't know it's it, it it's it's neat as a as a as a creator you know realizing his vision especially after the you know the reasons why he left the movie in the first place but like what's it going to accomplish in the end like if you love it that's great but like that's it and they're going to forget it exists in future movies or you're going to waste four hours watching it it's so it's, it's it's a weird like pyrrhic victory in every sense i think yeah, it's it 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 really does feel like it was just it was one of those things that just came out to like, you know, 
appease the appease the 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 the, the vocal minority of people who were like this movie would definitely be better if they let Zack Snyder release the version he was going to make. Well, better, yeah, but better than Justice League as it was. It's yeah. not saying much. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's not, a high, it's not a very high bar. Oh, it's not, it's not actively on fire. Yeah, well, but actually, even like, even actively on fire, like, I mean, I feel like actively on fire is like, that that's a that's that's more generous i think <laughs> than like what justice league actually like ended up being i honestly forget so much of it and just yeah it was even more forgettable than the first two which was saying quite a bit it's it's kind of a shame because like I, I liked ben affleck as batman i thought that was a cool take on the character or like Gal Gadot i did too Woman. like there's some cool stuff going on there's cool ideas it's just the glue and the execution just wasn't quite there for me personally yeah, no. I don't know. It was uh it's it's it was it was an audible sigh is what it was. Now, that being said, the reaction I've seen online is pretty positive for the most part. Like people are people Yeah, that's are like what I've been hearing too. But again, so. that's based on, you know, that very low touchstone of the original version. So <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah, true. You know, it's, we, we it's, live in a society you, after all. Yeah. Oh god. I, I heard that line not even in the movie. People love that line from the trailers. And I heard it cut it like it hit the cutting room floor. Is that was that from the trailers? I thought that was I thought that was just a meme that people like were bringing up in relation to like how Joker was being received. Uh, was it? I think it was Jenny Nicholson. Um, I could have swore that I looked at it. And it was just like it was like no, your it was like no, your meme. I don't know where it came from, but at some point he said it in the trailer. Uh, we live in a society. I can't find it right now, but Jen, Jen Nicholson know, was yeah. like, like, what's the point of putting in, like, what's the point of putting out, like, you know, the everything is in cut when everything is not in? <laughs> like, this line got cut from the trailer, or was made just for the trailer to get, you know, this meme reaction. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't comment though because honestly, I I I really thought that um, Joker was a giant piece of crap too. So oh, I, I, I don't have any touch that. I don't no desire to touch that one. To, to oh, dude! Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Anyone who tells you it's not bad is they're, they're full of shit. No, I mean like not if they just don't understand movies. <laughs> I'm not one to take to judge a movie by its honest trailer, but that was one I judged by its honest trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of showed no. me everything I needed to see. Like, take the commentary out of it, and yeah, that was everything I needed. It, I watched. I watched it on the plane back from uh, Punta Cana last year. Oh my god! One year, almost a year ago. Not today. It was actually uh, in February last year. Last February, I was in friggin' the the tropics, and I got on a plane right before the pandemic hit. It was the first time I've ever been on a plane. Actually, first time I've ever left the country. Oh, that's bad timing. <laughs> Well, I do it. Was actually it was perfect timing. Well, perfect in got a back way, yeah. in the pand- yeah, the pandemic had just like just started. Perfect in a way for sure, but also yeah. scary. But, we uh, were we were joking about it. We were thinking about it. We we're like, holy shit! Like la- like it was a couple weeks ago. We we're just like la- this this time last year. We were literally like we were in Putacana. Like this is ridiculous. And now we've just been trapped inside for an entire year. And yeah, I watched it on the plane, and I just like I, I skipped through like some of it because we were like landing. And I like, and then like, but we got kind of like tied up at, at the, at Pearson because it was like snowing here and like, 
we had to sort of like wait so i just sort of like skipped kind of like to the end because i was just like i'm not i'm not fucking missing anything like this is a stupid movie and like the the last like the last like five minutes of the movie where he like kind of like becomes the joker quote unquote and goes in the tv show like that's the only interesting part of that movie oh man and that's how long two hours yeah it, it was it was a slog i was just like i this is the stupidest thing um I don't want to get into it now because we're already an hour into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. We were, we already spent half an hour talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that's 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 fine. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad because yeah, like you know, whatever whatever you know, however bad you think you had it. I mean, even even a couple of years ago when Justice League came out, you know, Snyder had it way worse. And 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 honestly god, I really don't think Snyder is that bad of a filmmaker. Like he is definitely a capital A auteur filmmaker, you know. Yeah. I think Sucker Punch gets a lot more crap than it deserves. Like there's actually a lot of nuance to it that I think a lot of people miss. Um and like what else did what else did he do? But I mean like I, 300. I, I, I kind of get the sense was that okay. uh, that Warner Brothers is the is the problem with the DC movies cuz like they they wanted it to be 2 hours and be funnier like Marvel and like Seems like a lot of the problems he ran into were studio related. Like if they'd let well, him I don't know. have the you know a little more free reign, it might have been better. But yeah, who knows now, right? Like, I don't know, but I don't know if that's like like even just like the the comparison to the Marvel movies. Like I don't know if that was something like a like like a purely Warner Brothers like decision necessarily, right? Because like they signed. Um, Snyder to do all that stuff right like to like they gave him the green light to make Batman v Superman and make Justice League and they knew what his vision was going to be so like I think that kind of it kind of feels to me like the the decision to like make it more like the Marvel movies might have been maybe like the, the studio giving more creative freedom to Joss Whedon about that stuff which you know used to be a, a pretty safe bet like he did a good job with Avengers but his his stock has really gone down since uh, since the Avengers came out in a lot yeah. of ways. Horrible human beings. So uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like that. That's like that's it, right? Like, I don't know. I think I, but I, I kind of agree. I don't think I don't think DC necessarily does know what to do with these movies. I think they they've been meandering with them for a while. And it's like, yeah, like this, this might be a good thing to go off on and they're going to leave it like floating in canon limbo and go forward with the original version that everyone hated. I don't know. Not a good idea, but we shall see. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough one. So, oh, well, can't, can't win them all. <laughs> but, uh, I think, uh, last, last thing to, uh, to sort of talk about, um, is uh that f- friggin' jackass over at Activision Blizz? <laughs> I mean, is there like a more deplorable human being? Honestly, uh, th- th- there's there's probably categories to that contest. Yeah, I suppose you're right. So if you if you haven't heard, because I mean, yeah, like why would you? Bobby Kotick, just uh, the 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 CEO of Activision Blizzard, just brought in a a cool two hundred million dollars. In he gave himself a nice bonus 
despite the fact that he that Activision Blizzard just did like a, another round of layoffs and as like compensation for the layoffs all the people were really given were $200 Blizzard store gift cards just what you want when you get fired from a company a gift card to the company <laughs> yeah a, a, a gift card to a company that most that most developers who work there Set, were were were, made, were making so little money that they actually couldn't afford to eat at the place at the at the company's cafeteria. Like yeah, yeah. It's, and it's this 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 guy, this piece of shit, who is worth something like 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 billions of dollars, who has who's sitting on a on a net worth of like billions of dollars, who gives himself bonuses every time he lays off half his staff. <laughs> Is just like just like fine with it. Hey, buddy. Like, and then I saw I, I saw this I saw this. I mean, like one of the one of the funniest things I one of the funniest things I ever read about Bobby Kotick was that he like he said in an interview that he was like sad that people keep photoshopping devil horns onto him in like pictures and he can't get dates apparently because any any girl he tries to or like woman he tries to date. Like looks him up on Google and sees all these pictures of him with devil horns, and it's like, well, maybe stop being the fucking devil, and people will stop photoshopping devil horns onto you. <laughs> uh, man upset he or devil upset that he keeps being called a devil. Like, uh, maybe check your actions. <laughs> yeah, like, and then and then you know, and then I saw this stupid report that was like, oh, investors aren't happy that uh, he 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 gave himself a two a two hundred billion dollar bonus amid uh, amid company layoffs, and it's like. Well then, do something about it. Yeah, <laughs> there must be something you can do. Like I, 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 it's just it's this 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 fucking industry, man. It's just so so poisonous. Like I, I don't understand how how it keeps running the way it does. The business side, yeah, it's definitely a nest of snakes for sure. Um, yeah, and like like a lot of it. Um, or 50, 50 employees that were laid off had to do with with uh, with their esports live events. So like like I guess the like their justification for that is that you know everyone's hurting in live event industry. So you know, see you later. Like, um, like that's I don't, I don't know what to say. It's tough, right? Like it's you hate, you hate you hate to see this happen, especially when some suit is profiting so hard off it at the same time. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 genuinely the most insulting part of all of it right it's just the fact that he he gives himself a bonus every time they and even the last time this happened when they did like massive company layoffs and they laid off like some like 200 employees and he was like bragging to investors about like record company profits it's like well yeah you you made those profits off the back of the people you let go like yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing how much money gets freed up when you hack that much off of payroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I was reading Dana's uh, article here, and they had talked about hiring like three thousand people at BlizzCon this year, and you know then they, they turn around and do this. Yeah, well, what 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 Activision Blizzard says and what they actually do is, um, widely disparate. I mean, let's let's not let's not forget that um. You know, they're the company that tried to. Oh no! You know, am I confusing with EA again? I, I think I am. It's, I'm confusing with EA. I mean, they're, they're, 
they're both so goddamn evil like <laughs> yeah no yeah no ea is definitely a lot more insidious but activision blizzard is still is definitely definitely up there i mean they did the they put the friggin' auction house in fucking diablo like yeah that was a low blow <laughs> that was a goddamn money-making scam if there ever was one So, so there's that. So, you know, (laughs) do, do yourself a favor. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've more or less just swore off like Activision games. I was trying trying to think of the last time I've touched one of theirs. Just not like not intentionally. I think it's just generally been a while since I've uh, picked one up. Yeah. Right. Like, no, it's just, it's just, but like, it's just. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay on top of it. You know, you gotta like, you gotta be able to put your money where your mouth is. And if, uh, if, if people keep doing stuff like this, like, it's just, it's like, is there a way we can like pump and dump the like Activision Blizz stock <laughs> so that they lose a bunch of money? Like, is that, is that doable? Is that how that works? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how pumping it up works. I'm not first on stocks. No, me neither. That's what I mean. Actually, I, I kind of assume if they could just do it that easily, they probably would have done it while they were at GameStop, you know? I get, I don't know. Maybe enough people, maybe enough people have to do it. That's the, that's the thing. We all have to get on board. Well, I mean, like one silver lining out of this is that, you know, there might be some people freed up to go work for Jade Redmond's new studio. So. Oh yeah. Or, or other that studios would, yeah. like, uh, uh, what was it called? Yellowbrook Studios. Uh, one from uh, the Bioware expats. That's right, and and Jade Jade Redmond, she was the she was like the former head of uh, what was it Ubisoft Montreal? Yeah, and uh, she was just at Stadia before that ship went down. Um, she just left uh, when when that when Stadia was scaled back there last month, and uh, is now moving on to her own greener pastures with a studio out of Montreal called Haven Studios that she's just founded, and she's already secured uh, an exclusive IP for for Sony. So nice. That's a little bit of a more positive note, I guess, to end on. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice turnaround, you know. Because I was, I was disappointed to see her name in that Stadia thing. I, I didn't realize she was at Stadia when that ship was kind of sinking on fire, on fire and sinking, <laughs> possibly simultaneously at the same time. Um, so yeah, it's, it's nice to see her strike out, and I'm very curious to see what comes out of that studio with, with her at the helm. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I mean, especially especially with the with the stuff that was going on at Ubisoft, I'm sure. She she probably, you know, she probably was affected by that in some way. I can't I can't imagine she wasn't. Yeah, she has. Uh, I'd I'd love to hear some of the stories she has to tell uh, in various aspects of of the industry, not just the insidious ones. She's a well rounded, uh, experienced individual. So good to see her stepping out like this. Yeah, Devos. I mean, you know, we could we could. Uh... Uh, maybe I, maybe I, I don't know if I can talk about it right now. To be honest, what's that? Uh, I've been playing Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Is the embargo? Well, it's like preview embargo, so I can I can kind of talk about it. It's another one of those really annoying embargoes where I'm not allowed to do any like video footage because they're waiting for like a big day one patch. Oh god, is that is, is it bad like that? No, it's really not, and that's what like I don't understand. Like it's a little chuggy sometimes, um, 
and there's like a little bit of like some load time like it's it's not it's not even that that bad like i don't know i, I feel like i could comfortably share video of this and no one would be like well that looks like garbage <laughs> well someone might but i'm yes I, there, there's always one <laughs> there's always that one <laughs> <laughs> there really is there's always one um but no i'm 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 really enjoying it i i i mean i'm a big softy for uh for story of seasons or as it's no as it, as it has always been known bokujo monogatari <laughs> monogatari that is the that's that's the that's actually so so for anyone who who stuck around this late in this podcast who wants to learn a little bit a little history of video games bless you so, first. yeah bless you goddamn um so back in the day back in uh was it uh 97 i think was it 97? No, it was earlier than that. Um, there was a series in Japan called Bokujo Monogatari, which translates to Farm Story or Story of Seasons. But that game was published in the in like the West by Natsume under the name Harvest Moon. So for a long time, that game was just known as Harvest Moon. Like they released alongside each other in in japan and the states as like you know like harvest moon 64 was just bokujo monogatari number like two right because the one before that was was the one on the snas and that was just called like harvest moon right mm -hmm. um and then in i think it was uh 2012 uh marvelous bought the studio that had been like uh, uh developing harvest moon victor Inter uh, victor interactive software and when they wanted to start publishing Harvest Moon games, like through their own American division, Xseed, Natsume, which owned the rights to Harvest Moon, maintained the title, while Marvelous, which had like the development company that was making Harvest Moon, just started calling the game Story of Seasons in the West. So... All this, that's why all the Harvest Moon games that had, that released, I think after like a new beginning, might have been the last one Marvelous did. Um, that's why they're all garbage. <laughs> like there was there was that stupid one, The Lost Valley. It was like the first uh, Harvest Moon to come out after the split, and it just like it's like, hey, what if we made Harvest Moon, but it's Minecraft? Yeah, and nobody liked it. And nobody was happy with it. Um, I'm just looking up here because the one that I. Um love is friends of mineral town and just see yep. no, that's that's a marvelous one okay yep because they just they re-released it recently story of seasons friends of mineral town and it's it's fantastic i mean it's 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 about as i mean it's about as good as you really as you uh as you as you can expect like a glow up of friends of mineral town to be is that on switch now uh, is that it is on switch yeah Oh damn! I might, I might have fallen down that rabbit hole. <laughs> that, that that one was so good. Like I I tried some of the other ones like that were out around the time. Like there was one for GameCube, and uh, there's a DS one actually, which wasn't too bad. But uh, another what, one, uh, Harvest Moon DS. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. that one's, dude, that one no, I would sucked. <laughs> that one sucked. I don't even get me neat. started on. No, it's garbage, <laughs> dude. I got fucking robbed in that game. I'll never forget it. I had like because I, I I remember I like I um I had something like 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 two hundred thousand gold on me, 
and then I, I ended up like passing out somewhere in the town and like because that game was like it was built off of like the same like ro- like the same like foundation of uh as um uh wonderful life like same like town same characters all right. that stuff same way friends of mineral town is just harvest moon 64 right there's like this like hobo character who was like like every time you passed out like a random character would like find you and like bring you back to your like farm but that guy found me and he was like oh you dropped something i'll just keep it and then I woke up the next day. I had zero money. Oh my god, that's rough. Like he straight up robbed me, and I, I, I literally put the game down. I was like, I'm never playing this again. Well, that never happened to me, and I, I, I remember liking it, but not as much as Mineral. I don't Town, know, but anyways, uh, Mineral, yeah, Mineral Town was probably the, like, I mean, like, like in terms of the handheld ones, because yeah, the, on on the on the DS, they the series really meandered for a while. Like there was like Sunshine Islands was like really not great and island of happiness really wasn't great they did a lot of weird island stuff for some reason um grand bazaar really wasn't great it focused like really heavily on just like selling shit um yeah i know it just the 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 series kind of went weird for a while especially on handhelds the last really good one that i played before like the recent ones i think was magical melody and that one, that one might, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that one might be the best, whereas, like, Friends of Middletown might be my favorite. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, that's kind of why I picked up Stardew Valley in the first place, because it looked just like it. And it yeah. It literally is. Like, if you like Stardew Valley, you'll like Friends of Middletown, because they basically took the same game and just put their own characters well, into it. That, and that's that's kind of the really interesting thing about Pioneers of Olive Town, because it kind of feels like it's it's borrowing a lot of ideas from like stardew valley and like even like like to a certain degree like animal crossing um which is which is really funny to me because it's like those games i feel were so like heavily influenced by like the harvest moon franchise right like to see to see them sort of like coming back around now and like like taking like good ideas from the games they inspired it's a real snake Um, eating its tail thing going on yeah yeah, I don't know if it's a snake eating its tail or if it's just like, you know, that sort of like way of them like kind of like, you know, tributing or like paying homage to the to like those, you know, those those the fans of those games that like made games of their own. You know what I mean? It's paying homage to the people who paid you homage in the first place is paying it back, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it just it just it just sort of feels like appropriate because it's the 25th anniversary of the whole like story of seasons franchise. Right. So it's sort of like it's sort of it doesn't feel cynical. It feels like sort of like a celebration hmm. of like those really good games that came out like you know as like like it's like directly inspired by these kinds of games um and yeah no i i i like it a lot i feel like it's it's there's there's one thing i noticed that like um i feel like it could it could be kind of a double-edged sword depending on how you like take it where it's like there's no there's no like real land to explore you know like you know, like these games always had sort of like it's like you have your farm, you have like a little forest area. There's like the town area, and it's like sort of like segmented in that way. Mm-hmm. This game doesn't really have that. It just sort of has like you have like your the farm area, and then you have the town. And that I feel like people could either be really mad about that because it's just like you know there's like less thing like less world to explore, but like I don't know. Again, like the fact that it's a it's a 25th anniversary that feels very much in line with like to me like with like the original Harvest Moon, like the one that or like you know the ones that were on um 
Well, at least the, the first one, anyway. The first because the, the first one I ever played was on the Game Boy, which was basically just like a port of this the SNES version. You can't have been very in depth, I imagine. Ah, uh, you know what? They're actually fairly similar. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, they're really they're very close in, in design. Um, I mean, well, the Game Boy was capable of stuff like that, right? Like Link's Awakening started its life as like a what was supposed to be just a direct port of Link to the uh, Link to the Past on the Game Boy. Yeah, they were experimenting with it in their, in their spare time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, it ended up, that's what I mean. Like it plays so much like Link's Awakening. I guess that's that's a good point. Um, uh, so like that was something that was that was a that was sort of a thing in those original in the very first story of seasons game right was that like you just had like you had your farm area and you had the town area and that was it and you just sort of moved between them um so this 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 it, it, it kind of just feels like a nice callback um but like no it's like it's 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 a very pretty looking game it, it runs pretty well I'm, I'm, I'm you know yeah i'm waiting for a patch but it's you know it, it's not like it's busted <laughs> like <laughs> and uh you know, I like how they the the fishing mini game is kind of reminiscent of the one that's in Stardew Valley, except it's it's a lot easier to navigate. And it doesn't make you hate yourself. <laughs> it's always a nice touch in a game. Doesn't make you hate yourself. Oh, I hate the fishing in in Stardew Valley. Every time I do it, it's just so frustrating. Especially when you get with some of the more like like aggressive fish, the rarer fish. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and you know, I know, I know a lot of people. There's there's people who like played the game because because the game came out I think already in in Japan, right? And a lot of uh, a lot of critics were like panning the game for like the way that the makers work because you have to build these little like these little like little machines that converts like items into other items. Oh, okay. Kind of like kind again, kind of like Stardew Valley ish, but like you need them for a lot of stuff, like the way you convert like like raw like timber into like lumber. You need these machines, like, but you don't really need like a heavy reliance on them. Like you could have like four of like each and, and get by pretty fast uh, or get by pretty well. You know, the, uh, the clock works really well, which I'm happy about. Like a lot, I feel like, like that's like a, a, a big, like determining thing. in a lot of these like story of seasons games is like how much time you have in a day to like get stuff done. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's a literal it's a literal one to one so like every second in re- like in real time is a minute in the game. Is is that pretty so, much standard? Like was wasn't Metal Sound something similar no, to or was it? No, because I was watching I was watching um I was watching uh the I can't I, we haven't even said her name De- we, I was watching Debbie play she was playing uh, Harvest Moon One World, and that game the time f- like literally flies mm. like. Like every every like second in that game is just like a millisecond in real life. Like the clock is just flying. Because <laughs> yeah, I tried I tried out. to time it. I actually tried to time it with a stop like with a stopwatch. And yeah, like it's like like every like every like I think like like three or four seconds is like a, a second in real time. But um, but no, Story of Seasons strikes a really good balance with that because yeah, like every every just like every second is a minute. So like you literally have like a solid like half an hour to like to to do all your stuff every day. If you if you clock it like you know if you go from like you know six o'clock in the morning to like you know t- 11, 12 o'clock at night right right but as you probably so, should in a lot of the game <laughs> yeah you have a, you have like a yeah like a, yeah, my my timing is super wrong but like yeah you have at least at least a, a solid twenty minutes to get all your stuff done which which I mean it's a lot of time 
that, that, that that's a nice gameplay loop really like that's a nice 20 minute segment no it's yeah exactly like you, you never you never feel like you're rushing to do everything like um the characters are all pretty are, are pretty nice there's a there's a fair there's a fair amount of customization in the game um I don't know if it falls into review territory. Uh, you know what? But this is running too long. I can't review it. So, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I'm 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 having a good time with it. Honestly, I I mean, compared to the two, I know a lot of people are really panning Harvest Moon One World, and I don't want to sit here and be this guy who's just going to shit on One World the whole time. But like, you know, Natsume really uh, they really broke my heart with uh, with the Harvest Moon name, but. I think that's just because that's just because for such a long time, you know, I just I equated the whole series with the name Harvest Moon, right? So like when it just took such a sharp dive in in quality, um, it really it really I really felt it, right? But I didn't I, I didn't I didn't realize that it's just like this, you know, the the series, the series was never Harvest Moon. It was always Story of Seasons. So that was always the true story all along. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. And I literally wrote that into my review. And will probably <laughs> be attacked by Stardew Valley fans now. But No, I think, you know, honest, honest to God, I think if you if you like Stardew Valley, you will probably find something to like in this. But I, I, I don't know how much it's going to make you, like, want to stop playing Stardew Valley. I even, I think I even saw some comments about, like, that, about that because someone at Nintendo Life reported about, like, they, you know, they they sort of leaked the someone leaked the information that like the game had like bugs, you know, which they said in like the email they sent me, like it was just like you know there are these bugs, like but a, a patch should come before release, but it's you know it's a couple days to release and I still haven't seen anything about it. So when's that patch coming, <laughs> Xseed? <laughs> you know, I, I I'd like to include that in my review, but. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I just I just went to software update and it's downloading something. Oh, well, so <laughs> there it is. Heard you talking. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe this game will actually, you know, oh, maybe I, I got to hustle now and, and record some footage and get it posted tomorrow. Roll it out. Roll it out. <laughs> He's dragging us. Roll I've it been, out. I've been trying so hard not to like look at it and just like appear like oh, I gotta gotta make content way, but um. But yeah, no. Someone someone leaked it, and then I saw like some people like posting in the comments, like, "Oh, well, I just I just thank God I don't have to play this now. I'll just keep playing Stardew Valley." Blah blah blah. It's just like, it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, I like Stardew Valley as much as the next guy, but you know, this is this is a lot of fun too. Like Stardew Valley exists because of this series, so you know, you at least exactly, yeah, exactly. I have so many Sims on my on my Switch. It's ridiculous. I have Stardew Valley. I have. Uh, well, I guess it's not so many. It's uh, Friends of Mineral Town, Pioneers of Olive Town. I'm gonna have that uh, this indie game that I kickstarted. I'm really excited about the uh, uh, Coral Island that looks really good. So I'm gonna have a lot of farming Sims on my on my Switch. It's all relative, like how many or how much time you sink into those Sim games. It could be too much, but <laughs> yeah, it's never enough. I don't know how much time I've sunk into Stardew Valley. I know it's a lot. I didn't. I didn't get too far, actually. I gotta say, but oh my god, I have six hundred hours, oh six hundred thirty-five hours on Animal Crossing. Oh, Animal Crossing. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> I think I'm breaking five hundred soon, but I think I, I might have to like load up Stardew Valley and see, like, get like the actual like number on it. it it's 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 a lot, and and I and I and I've been meaning to go back to it because they put out that like um. 
like extra oh my god this this needs a freaking update too oh, god damn yeah, oh yeah that's right that's the multiplayer that's the that? big update no no that's that was that's a while ago this was there? um this is the uh this is like this like more like post-game content where you go to your own little like private island oh an island there you go yeah there you go so but anyway that's my that's my whole thing about uh mm-hmm. about story of seasons and uh, i think it's a perfect place to uh to wrap this up gotta ship off to the island soon so yeah, I uh, I gotta make some story of seasons content pronto. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think it's uh, it's probably too late. I'm not gonna have time to do it. Not all, not all certain people are still awake in my house. But uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> Thanks, uh, thanks as always for listening. Uh, if you want to read about any of the stuff we talked about today, uh, you can go to cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you want to find us on the socials, the same thing as just cgmagonline uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at ninjajordan underscore. You can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. Okay, it's not that much. It's only 195 hours into Stardew Valley. Huh. Which, I mean, I, I, relatively is a lot of time. For a um, sim game, though, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not that much. Uh, if you want to find Chris, you can find him at uh, Hoogathy. Let him spell it for you because I can spell it <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. And find it of all the various things that I get up to, uh, as well as find me on Twitch at Guild2Taps. All one word. Hoogathy or Hoogathy? Hoogathy. Okay, that's maybe uh, maybe uh, where the hell did I put that extra H? <laughs> I can't even remember it now. Hoogathy. <laughs> Why? Why I put so many H's in there? H O O G. I mean, it's, it's, it's a nickname based off my Dutch last name, so you're not you're not far off throwing some extra consonants in there. But Krista Hugathy. that's pretty fun. I like that. Uh. <laughs> and so, as always, uh, stay safe, stay inside if you can. You know, I know it's uh, it's getting a lot harder to do that, and people have to go to work and shit. Um, Wear a mask. If you do go out, please, for the love of God. We're so close to being around the corner on this. Until uh, until the next pandemic happens, because I watched a really horrifying John Oliver's last week tonight. <laughs> oh, that, that too, huh? Basically, basically detailed how this all happens in cycles, and the next pandemic is going to be even worse. So let's all look forward to that. <laughs> it's a training for the next one. <laughs> yeah, this, the next one is definitely the one that's going to get us. Mother Nature is just trying to get rid of us all. <laughs> every 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 ten years is to try again. It has a right to try. <laughs> it's it's true. She was here first. We have it coming. Yeah, we do. No, we definitely do. I'm not even gonna argue that. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening. All right, thanks for listening. And uh, all those other th- all those great things I said, and keep listening to gr- great podcasts by great people. <laughs>